Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Join hands, we'll make a wall, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller and Jim Campbell's here, would you believe? I am. Yeah. I've turned up for this one. Luke Moore's with him. All right. And Pete Donaldson is with all of us. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. And you're clothed for a change. <laughs> Fourth-tier Spanish side Deportivo Palencia have launched a new flesh-themed kit. It's disgusting. It is yeah. horrible. And as a lot of people have said, they've sort of bottled it on the shorts, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> I guess no, so, yeah. The shorts carry on. <sighs> Yeah, but the winky isn't there. Oh, so it's, no, but no, 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 no. Mm. Yeah, it's the muscle. The mink, the muscle is. Willie wi- yeah. Willy is a muscle. Uh, it's, it's just sweet, Marcus. Yeah. No, 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 because it's unisex. Okay. No, we'll leave you horrific sexism at the door tonight. <laughs> I always ask for this every week. Uh, think rock DJ, the Robbie Williams. Yeah, video. that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Thank you, Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's the same kit designer, Juan Francisco Martin, who created a tuxedo-themed kit for another Spanish side. 
Uh, the slogan uh, that the club have come up with for the kit is, uh, we give you our skin to suggest they'll give it uh, their all on the pitch. Is that a saying? <laughs> it's too or much. they just sort of made up a weird <laughs> well, saying? Well, it could be some, uh, a Spanish saying, couldn't it's it? It's too yeah. much, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. too much, that. You'll need your skin. Let's, yeah. let's <laughs> go it's in Spain. Spain. They're very sunny. I mean, let's yeah. skin up. <laughs> Why didn't they go with that? Skin off, though, wouldn't yeah. it be? Yeah, let's skin off. Oh, dear. Um, yeah. so- something about foreskin. Yeah. Well, if, if all That's of us wall. had the kit on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all four of us. Yeah. Freeze company, four skin. Uh, <laughs> if you could design a, a theme kit just like the one described, then what would we come up with, Jim? Uh, well, I was thinking, because uh, we've got the Euros coming up, uh, just a little tweak to the England kit, um, a little bit, you know, of a nod to our heritage in England, have a sort of Morris dancing-themed kit. Which actually <laughs> isn't really a million miles away from what we have now. Dancing around mm. the goalposts. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> it's just, made, it's just made a themed day. kit. Do the little sword dancers. Yeah, um, the cross swords. Hit the, sti- hit the sticks. Yeah. Hit the sticks. yeah. <laughs> I was also thinking um, that Spurs could just wear 1995's kit next season. Here we go. Inspiration. <laughs> um, the first one. And, yeah, yeah. And, but really, what I would like to see would be uh, ultraviolet kits for night games so that you don't actually like have that. to use mm. the, um, the floodlights. And it just looked like loads of Tron. weird... Co- yeah, it looked like Tron. As long as the ball was... The well, yeah, the ball would have to be yeah. UV as So well. many injuries. And yeah. it'd be quite good um, at this stage of the season where a night game starts off with it being light and then it gradually gets darker and you wouldn't even have to put the floodlights on. Mm. So it'd, be, it'd save money, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think you're, you're solving a problem there that doesn't exist. <laughs> I, I do like the idea of it. I'd like, like to see how, you know, how much energy your answer's going to conserve. I mean, I mean, you're, I mean <laughs> It's you, funny you say that, you wait. Yeah, <laughs> you're literally too late by a week for the uh, Berlin ground uh, farewell. That could have been the crescendo of that. Absolutely. I'll get all those old players running around cracking each other's knees. That was me thinking it couldn't have got any worse at the Berlin <laughs> <laughs> Put Pete Donaldson in charge of, of proceedings. Yeah. Goodness knows what will happen, Luke. I've got... In, 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 the, in the information age we now live in, the information revolution, they call it, I believe. Um, <laughs> I think what would be quite nice is if we had info-rich kits. So, mm. one of the th- I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but it's not necessarily a bone of contention or an annoyance, but it would be quite helpful to know, for example, which player's already on a yellow. Yeah. Right, okay. So, if they're on a yellow, they get a yellow patch on their shoulder or something. Yeah, right. Or the kit goes slightly yellow. Like an, like an e-ink display. Yeah. That and your it, modern um, Amazon Kindle might have. Or like on yeah. FIFA. Yeah, all that, and, and you know, on the fantasy football where they got little colour called things for whether how how injured how injured they are, how fit mm, they are. Yeah, it's how red much energy if they're injured. Yeah. It's orange if they're slightly out. If they get pick up an injury, maybe you can get some sort of analytical sort of medical technology <laughs> to see how injured they are. Yeah, and then the people will understand why, why managers are making decisions. And does stuff. that not substitutions? Yeah. Does that not give an advantage to people like Mitrovic? He'll see like he's got a weak spot and just know where to Take range. It out. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Yeah, <laughs> Torre, Torre just be one big kind of red and, and bleeding sore. And to, <laughs> I'm dying. And to finish off, that's um, why I'm hobbling around. The referee has one of those global hypercar type T-shirts, but it's on what, but it's based on what mood he's in. Mm, okay, so yeah, if, he's, yeah. if it's like green, he's in a very really Passive move, so yeah. you know you get around a bit of a heavy challenge. If he's red, he's yeah. fuming. Mike don't Dean, tackle. Don't tackle. Mike Dean's would just be flaming. It would It'd be, be yeah. terrifying. <laughs> Mike Dean's would be like a full-on Brazilian uh, carnival. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, way, eyes on me. Yeah. Or uh, the, the what's her name? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character in Hunger Games with yeah. the flames at the back. That's what be like. Dean would be wearing that all day. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, Mike, Mike Dean's got the air of a man who, when he counts the players at the beginning of the kickoff, he's almost going. Oh, you turned up as well. I mean, everyone's come, <laughs> yeah. everyone's come to see me. I know, I see I know what you mean yeah. by that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, another way you could use it as well, if you, with the sort of prolifer- proliferation of, uh, of data in the game now, is you could have people's live stats on them, sort of pass completion yeah. on mm-hmm. their socks, that sort of thing. So mm. if you're a teammate looking to pick out a pass, you can see who's in the better form. Like that. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it, the only problem I can see with it, there is only one problem with it, I've thought about it, yeah. is the different colour changes would be kit clashes. 
So you'd have to you'd have to make sure each team had different colours for different things. Yeah. That's that's easily worked. Basics. Well, but I mean, you, the carbon footprint is, is is lower than mine though. But if you went, yeah. <laughs> if you went into the final game that we just had there, like someone like Giroud would have terrible form, but he'll do something amazing. That's the beauty of it, Pete. Oh yeah, that's it. And, and that's the beauty of it. And, and the other side, the other side to it is that you could. Uh, essentially patent the technology mm. so that you could you could then make a lot of money out of it as well because I did actually go to I think you can, I think it was google.com forward slash patent and you can search <laughs> patents yeah. worldwide and I checked them for football kits and there's currently not one for that right yeah. so it's, it's available it's available yeah that, I've, I'm, I'm glad we've got the, 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 the green light yeah. slightly yeah. slightly bigger carbon footprint using Google as well yeah. so, uh-huh. I, I didn't yeah. know this was an environmental theme <laughs> question I'll be honest <laughs> this is the first uh, I've heard swung that way but don't worry yeah. let's swing it back Peter well mate it's a little bit similar to Luke's I must admit it's a scratch and sniff shirt <laughs> where you don't know uh, what smell you've got until the end of the game what's the point of that <laughs> Because the manager can assign the smells without you knowing. So if the manager doesn't like you and he doesn't think you're doing very well at the end of the match, oh, smells of dog poo. Again, what's the point of that? <laughs> some people have strawberries, some people have dog poo. That's cleared it up. Thank you. Yes, exactly. What, so, so, so the manager on the manager liking them. It's like that. the Brendan Rodgers envelope. Can I right? just say this is no in no way, as Hang you on. said, similar to my very well thought yeah. out idea. Can we? By the way, I the, didn't Google patents. <laughs> I know that the Brendan Rodgers envelope isn't a euphemism. That was obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a sex move. But I've, I've shut in an envelope. <laughs> yeah. if, if you do check Google patent euphemisms, it is available. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I love it if Brendan Rodgers did the envelope thing and they weren't allowed to look in the envelope. They had to scratch and go, "Oh yeah, that smells of me actually." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the scratch and sniff thing, presumably if players are sort of, you know, involved in some hustle and some bustle during mm. the game, they, they, it's going to get scratched and they're going to start smelling. So won't they know before the end? Well, I, I haven't thought that far through in the same way that you the technology... You surprise me! <laughs> Luke, your technology doesn't even exist. You shouldn't I'll even be looking yours. at the patents. By the time this show's released, I would have patented it. <laughs> you can't patent something that doesn't exist. Uh, I, just say... I have actually got a patent. I think I mentioned that on the show before. and It was a, it was a cup for um, salsa dips that you put on a kid's head. <laughs> And I spent 50 quid on patenting it. Not even kidding. Not even kidding. I'll show you the patent letter. I've still got it. Well, you couldn't give it away, could you? Well, you know, like newborn, you know, like when you have a kid and like your whole life changes and you just want to spend your time watching telly before falling asleep. What you think the the biggest change to your life when you have a kid is going to be that you can't readily access enough salsa dip? Literally, a strappy... Um, is that like a modern day you know, on the, the head Marcus, we're, we're going to I, hate be, I hate to be rude to you too yeah. just let him talk just let him talk I genuinely we believe you I patented it because it, was a, it would be a good joke present for a new um, for a new parent you'd be like oh look I bought you this and you're going you're a horrible friend Yeah. because everyone's going to be buying like, the same old boot tees and you are little drunk. gloves so that the babies don't scratch their faces you were stuff. drunk with celebrity sir this is a bit like a much more innocent version of that uh, Freddie Mercury certain people having oh, trays yeah. on their heads at a certain party. You are drunk on salsa, young man. <laughs> can you get alcoholic salsa? I say that to you. Oh, don't know. You yeah. get powdered alcohol, can't you? So yeah, you can. Just pop it in there. Yeah. There you go, see. Yeah. Something for some hey. of the family. Mm. Um, I, I'd, I, well, I had an idea to create kits that have, have a magic eye effect. So if the game's a bit boring, you could just sort of stare at the players and work out who's got what. And then you could add the magic eye could be, um, the design within the magic eye could be a good game of football. <laughs> yeah, you could have that. <laughs> meta about it. But I said, Are you watching the... that game? No, I'm watching this one. <laughs> you should watch it too. I yeah. can't see. I'll, I'll see now. Yeah. It's really distracting though. If you're a defender and you're marking a striker, mm. you've just got that striker missing loads of chances yeah. displayed on your body. 
Yeah. It'd be good. It's fair enough. It'd be like what it would like be like to be um, Fabrizio Colaccini. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, but I settled on a police uniform outfit, which is okay. which is achievable. Yeah, perhaps the only one that's achievable of the yeah. answers that we've heard so far, ladies and gentlemen. And that would be so a referee just might think twice before bringing out a card. So if he's getting all officious. Yeah, and he thinks. Oh, hang on! This, uh, and he sees the police uniform. Police, policeman's <laughs> helmet as well. Well, yeah. <laughs> again, not a euphemism. <laughs> How do you know I said it? <laughs> it might have been. I'm just covering all of our backs. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think I think Jim's got the points actually. I was going to say you can't give it to Pete because the salsa cup for a child's head is not his answer. No, that was right. the side. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. I'm, I've just got the email up uh, I think with with my. You want to read the pertinent? Oh yeah. Okay, just in case any of you listening and don't don't know Pete that well, maybe you're a new listener. Yeah, you thought maybe he's just. Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> he's just, <laughs> Why are you here? Yeah, he's C- just climb um, aboard. He's just spinning you an elaborate yarn. <laughs> Where are you going? Um, thank you for using the online patent application service. <laughs> a copy of the forms and your filing receipt is attached. Very good, Pete. It's, uh, for anyone who wants to know, it looks to be like it's patent number. Uh, oh no! It's not. You're not, you're not actually been given the patent. You just apply no, for I, it. I, that's my application. That's the only email I could find. But the patent application for your reference infant headgear chip ball was successfully <laughs> received on the first of September, 2014, and it's being processed. So yeah, WebF at IPO, which I, I guess yeah. stands for the International Property uh, Property Office. Gov. Uk. Mm. If you wonder where your tax money's going. <laughs> <laughs> So there we go. Uh, there we are. Right. Without well, them in, in the, on the Ramble website by Monday morning. <laughs> we, we, we must move on to uh, the Premier League. There's always one ridiculous result on the last day, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Newcastle United, five. Spurs won. I think it's summed up the season quite well. I think the topsy turvy, silly Billy season we've had. The commentator said Newcastle are the only team to do the double over Spurs this season. That's crazy. Yeah, and they're also the only team not to beat Aston Villa. Yeah. So that's, that's so that good. shows you. Incredible. Yeah. What, a, what a season. That shows yeah. you. Pochettino said it was his worst day as a manager. M- Mitrovic had a lovely day. He <laughs> was brilliant. Lovely doubt. That, that challenge on Carl Walker was pro- possibly the worst challenge of the season. No, don't be silly. Been, the there's there's been the very similar ones, I think. It's in the conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it's like, that's like um, when... It's in the top ten goal of the cha- uh, challenge of the season. When Tiger Woods asked, was asked if he was the greatest goal forever, he said... Um, all you can ask is just to be in the conversation. There's yeah. not a great mm. goal for that. And Mitro's put him in. Was that the worst Mitrovic tackle ever? Or was that the worst worst challenge of the season? It's in the conversation. Mm. Yeah. Mm. He's done worse. <laughs> so, I mean, this season. <laughs> the stare he gave the referee was more violent. It was so much. I mean, that gives the referee uh, a license, a license <laughs> let's say. And if that was in any way, uh, you know, it could go gone one way or the other, he would have been off anyway just it, for that. But it was, he was, it, it was definitely very much a red card. It was less a stare, more a Mortal Kombat finishing move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. Deary me. Uh, Harry Kane got the golden boot, though. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Despite not scoring in that mm. particular game. It was, a bit, it was a bit of a damp squib for final days in terms of the golden boot, wasn't mm. it? Because Aguero didn't hit the back, didn't hit back, in the, back in the other. He should have done. He should have scored. Mm. Mm. And of course, um, of course, Kane didn't either. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, you know, Vardy either. No, indeed. It was yeah. really quite something, though, wasn't it? It's almost like <laughs> people are sort of wondering how Newcastle pulled out that performance. And I think it might just be the force of nature is, that is Spurs' Spursiness. They were just sort I, of possessed by well, Jim, is it fair to say you've been pretty quiet up till now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'll be the first to admit, I really thought this was going to be the season where they where they over, overhauled it, but I, I just, I can't believe it. I mean, as, 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 sure, they, as sure as night follows day. They yeah. can't, they needed four points from four games, yeah. and they couldn't do it. 
It was, it was, Absolutely it was I cannot believe Arsenal finished above them. Neither can I. But the fact that Arsenal finished second tells you so much their about the season league from number one down. The yeah. best season since, on paper since 05. Which is insane. Yeah, Tot- Tottenham's best Premier League season ever. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not Spurs' best Premier League season in terms of points is it not? achieved. No, because they got 72 points mm. on the first Spurs in 12-13. Yeah. And they came fifth that year. So that shows you the, the yeah. that shows you the even spread of the points this season. Does that yeah. not yeah. make you worry as a Spurs fan for next season? That it's, nah. it's got, it's no, no, got, no, no, no. Actually, by the way, I'm not a Spurs fan. The league <laughs> has to return to tape. You're I'm, a high rent up fan. Well, which is kind <laughs> of the same. The thing is, though, Spurs have got. Everyone said this all season, or it's certainly towards the latter part of, part of the season. And just because they had a terrible run in towards the end of it, doesn't change it. They're in a good position now. They they should be in mm. in the conversation, like uh, you know, like Mitrovic's tackles and Tiger Woods, as you would think. But <laughs> the one thing that Pochettino has to address, and I think this is probably what's going to have frustrated him the most, is uh, is that collapse. It shows a mental fragility that uh, until that point we'd seen absolutely nothing against off. ten so, men, but it's, it's against ten relegated the, men. The yeah. Newcastle, <laughs> the Newcastle, you got to take these things in, in isolation, right? So the Newcastle performance was remarkable. I mean, it, I would be so annoyed if I it was, was remarkable. Fan. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's a, a wider problem. But also, I would say that uh, the uh, the old the old shop window for old Dexter <laughs> yeah. and a lot, you know, it's it's we're seconds away from the Newcastle fire sale. So there's a lot of players wanting to play for well, a the Euros and b. I was going to save this for the highlights of the week. Shipped out. I'll, I'll say it now because you touched on it. Ben Wolgar got in touch saying, yeah, "My highlight of the week was imagining Pete's reaction as the Newcastle players bulldoze Spurs to get themselves summer moves." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true, isn't it? It's exactly, exactly what you've been saying. To be honest, though, you'd probably want them out. Uh, yeah. For those, uh, yeah, those Sissoko. Well, also, that was a shocking out. foul on, on Sissoko, wasn't it, for the penalty? <laughs> 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 a brutal assault. Absolutely outrageous. Sissoko's in the France squad as well this summer. Yeah, but he's a good player. Dived into the picture, <laughs> apparently. But yeah, I mean, there was a lot of fans making it clear they wanted Benitez to stay. And I would mm. like to think that some of those players, at least some of them, were trying to do that as well no I think that, might that be if he stays if he stays mm. and he does it nice and early yes. uh, in the next couple of weeks that might change the minds of some some of the players which to be honest who cares if they sod off I, I, my only worry is that you, we've well, got you no, do need you, players I know but I, I, the, my only worry is that all the players that we had on loan out in like League One clubs like Adam Armstrong and stuff he's the only one who's going to come in with any kind of perfor- performance back because a lot of them have gone out on loan and they've not performed at all so mm. we've got no real backup to what we've Paul, got um, Paul Dummett gave a bit of a call to arms didn't he <laughs> before the final game we've got to do it we've got to save our pride yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, I'll worry about next season later yeah. but, on, but on the Arsenal on the Arsenal Spurs thing my thoughts on it are that you know, local bragging rights aside which are important because mm. local local rivalry is important in football I don't think you can be you can be sort of um I guess you can be sort of aloof about it and elitist and go, oh, it doesn't really matter, it's local, it doesn't matter. Mm. If you want to be a big club, you want to be a big club. And I do understand that. But for a lot of people, um, local rivalry is important. Mm. So th- that, we'll take that as red. It's, it's mm. bragging rights for us and all that other stuff, the same way as a derby day and you get bragging rights throughout the week and all those other cliches. But I actually think that Arsenal finishing above Spurs in a final day like that is bad news for Arsenal. Mm. Because I, I think that, I said this to you earlier, Jim, Arsenal fans have a tendency to hang their hat on certain things. And, and, and as the season moves through, it moves on and they, they realise they're not going to win the title again, they're not going to win the Champions League, they're not going to pick up trophies. They start saying things like, in my experience as an outsider, they start saying things like, oh, we finished in the Champions League 16 years in a row. Oh, we've always finished above Spurs. And so they've actually got something to hang their hat on there now. Whereas I think if they'd, had a, if they'd actually seen it through and had a proper... 
Uh, not a disaster of a season, but a much more difficult season in the long well, term. Well, a more respectable season. They, really. you know, if they had a worse one, oh, right, okay, yeah, sorry, if they had a worse me. one, it might force them to actually act. And I don't think there's going to be as yeah, much well, of a I furore mean, around Wenger and stuff like that as there would have been otherwise. No, but because I think the, yeah. the club are already making noises about you know how they, they recognise exactly this. Whether that's acted on in the long term will, will be interesting because obviously they're saying what the fans want to hear. So they're making think, the right noises, do you think? Well, yeah, I think so. But I think there's, a, there's an aspect of looking for a problem where there is none then. Everyone at the club knows that. Um, I think it's actually better for both Tottenham and Arsenal to be closer in terms of competition because it, it, well, it spurs them both on. But I think Spurs have got no a plan. Intended. I think Spurs know where they're going. I, th- I think Spurs have got a, a fairly shallow squad, but they're a young squad, mm. and they'll be better for that experience they they went through at Stamford Bridge and, and, the, and the end of the season where there's been a natural drop off in intensity. I suppose they'll be better for that. I, I'd be much more. Um, Positive as a Spurs fan, as I would be as an Arsenal fan at mm. the moment. Could, could, could I mean, could Wenger and them just bring in a different coaching staff just to complement what I they've got? Maybe that before, hasn't he? Bolton's not always been there. Pat no, Rose but, uh, there it's, it's not been like a sort of entire. He's talking about the finished second. Well, just time. Yeah, but just, <laughs> yeah, but just, just to up the intensity a little bit, and and, and maybe just just bring in some kind of a, a different um, psychological team or something. Well, they tried that, that with just, Steve Bold, didn't they, when he came in? Yeah. I know he's been there a few <clears> years now. They've, they've changed lots of things over over the course of the years. But I think what it, it, this could realistically be Wenger's last season coming up. Um, who knows? Uh, it, it could well be that he signs an extension. There was a fake story going around about it a little while ago. But um, what I would like to see happen would be um, if he actually splurged some money on a sort of on, on a last season and just to have a proper crack at it. I have absolutely mm. no faith that we can win the league next season at all. Get an RVP. But, but back. There you go. Yeah, get Robin Van Persie back. But what's interesting about this season? Everyone's been saying, "Oh, how has this happened?" And now the, the dust has all settled. I guess. What's happened is obviously Leicester have had a phenomenal season, but they, they won the league on 81 points when the average is something, it's around 87. If you take Chelsea out of the picture, because they've had a really sort of surprisingly turbulent season that no one would have seen coming, by their own standards, Man City have had a similar season because of um, the Guardiola announcement, which really, really derailed them. Man United are in a bit of a strange situation as well. And, um, you know, it's it just all these mad things have happened at once to combine mm. for this absolutely brilliantly entertaining you, you, season. You are right about that. Uh, and, and those points are absolutely valid but Leicester only lost three games all season oh, I'm not taking anything no, away no, from I know, at all. but I just wanted to add to that to give it an ounce of balance not that necessarily it needs it because I do agree with those points but when Manchester United wrapped the league up in March or something like yeah. that everyone oh Manchester United were excellent they didn't go well the rest of them were rubbish no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, it, I'm it, not it, knocking Leicester. No, I know you're not. I know you're not. It, that did happen. I think the the, the most oh, April, re- whenever the most there. recent time United won the league, that did happen. You're okay, <clears> right? People, because when when Ferguson left, I think it was when Ferguson left, and people said, "Oh, United weren't really that good. There was just no opposition." But generally, you're right. It doesn't mm. it doesn't happen so much. I think though, if you if you take Chelsea out of the equation, if you take one of the big contenders out of the equation, which is effectively what happened with their season, then I, I guess it makes sense, doesn't it? That um, that. You know, the, but, but then the Spurs points, became the a contender. points would be fewer. Yeah, I mean, well, most leagues invariably have two front runners pretty much all the way through the season, mm. and then, and then I, at the last. Although, as a, as a friend of mine, as a friend of mine said, in in, a, in Spurs were in a two horse race and yet managed to finish third. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> but, it's but incredible my, my, that they've managed yeah. to qualify for the Champions League and look really silly. Only Spurs could do that. But my my <laughs> that that last sentence was not necessary. <laughs> that you didn't need to no, put like, that to, in. Oh, no, hang on. But to be fair, Jim is very very balanced and very very part, fair. But part, he's allowed a little one. Part of me thinks I'm, I'm trying to make reasonable points about Spurs, but part of me thinks this isn't the time. Just, no. uh, just we'll do it next week. No, it, Arsenal, Arsenal fans can enjoy this one, and then we'll do it next week. But I see I see Spurs season this season as a, the first season of a. I don't want to sound I like agree with you as the first mm. season of a of a yeah, journey you, of you'd a project. Be a fool to think that that's them done and they're going to so, go back to sort of middling around. 
ground. Because if someone not. says to me now, because I think, actually think Man City have got a bit of a big rebuilding job doing the summer. They do, yeah. If someone says to me which teams are in the best shape for next season, it's Spurs and Liverpool, mm. I, I think. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how they develop and how they improve. Did you see yeah. Arsenal, the way they put those little slugs, those little villains to the sword, eh? <laughs> 4-0, Jim. What <laughs> about that? Hey, sorry, I thought you were talking about Tottenham then. Genuinely. Oh, no, 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 sorry. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's Villa, isn't it? Mm. Just that's, On the uh, BBC <laughs> website, on the table, they have the last 10 games form thing, and the red um, red dot means a, a defeat. It does. A grey dot means a draw, and a green dot means a win. And what, does, what, does, what colour for a Giroud hat-trick? Villa's is red, 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 red. Grey. Grey, <laughs> which is what you get if you mix black and white together. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's true enough. Right, right I, don't to, I don't need to add to that, do I? We, yeah, we're going to talk more Premier League after this. While you're sitting at work punching them numbers into them boxes, why not head on over to thefootballramble.com and have a gander? You'll find more highlights than a night at Crystals. Nice little finish to the season for Leicester. They've won the yeah. league by 10 points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Comfortably, comfortably romped it. And I don't think I, I don't think enough has been made of that. <laughs> no, <laughs> ten points. I know that, that the teams were there were I mean Spurs <laughs> and then to a lesser extent Arsenal were in the race to an extent a while back. But Leicester have won it by ten points. That is a massive achievement. Yeah, they yeah. got four points in their last two games when they didn't yeah. need a single point, which again shows the level of professionalism there. Uh, Arsenal were the only team to, to beat them twice as well. Go on, yeah. Go on, we'll help you out. That's right. Favor. Yeah. I'll win your muggy little league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I, mean, I had to have another one. Speak Vegas going to bring that up at the board meeting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> undoubtedly. Yeah. Mm, um, uh, Antonio Conte has been acquitted of fraud charges ahead of uh, his move to, to Chelsea. And Clean slate. Yeah, that's good news, isn't it? <laughs> mm. I forgot about that altogether. Mm. You know, yeah. Chelsea won five home games all season. That's remarkable. That's crazy, I, I, think, I think Leicester won either 10 or 11 away games this season. Yeah, they were great on the road. Which I, I don't know if that's a... Um, that 10-point gap has got to be the biggest for a while. It's certainly bigger yeah. than last season and the season before. And I don't know of a team who's won 11 away games in the Premier League season for a, a while. Leicester have absolutely romped it. They have. Yeah. They really it's have. Brilliant. They really have. But, but you're right, though, because the way everybody was watching Leicester... And obviously they were, there wasn't a 10-point uh, gap for, you know, until the last sort of game or two or whatever it was. The way they were going, everyone said, oh, are they going to mess it up now? There's this test, there's that test. And rightly so, because we'd never seen this team do this. And then, actually, in hindsight, you go, flipping heck. What, yeah, a, what a lovely old job that was. And in the yeah. history books, when people look back, they'll see this enormous anomaly. Ten points! But if you, if you look at... It's, it's funny how things work out, because if you look at... Just to give an example, to give it a bit of context, what I'm about to say. If you look at the league table in two years' time and see that Arsenal finished one point of our Spurs, that won't tell you the story of what happened with their season. No, no. Arsenal were out of the title race before Spurs were, yeah. for example. In the Leicester thing, I think the media purposely drove a, a narrative and a story about the league being closer than it was because it was Leicester. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and, and actually... If, if that was another team, maybe a more traditionally big team, you mm. might say in, in inverted commas, that probably wouldn't have happened. But I, they've got, they've got a, a, of course, they've got a responsibility to sell the product, haven't they? And that's why. I don't know if that was necessarily a cynical thing, though. I think it was more the nature of disbelief. It probably wasn't. Yeah, you know, it wasn't it's, 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 so, it's unprecedented, isn't it? So it's people just thinking, surely this isn't going to go the way it looks like it's going to go. Yeah, mm. that's right. Lovely goal from Drinkwater as well. Nice way to end the season. Great for him to get one. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm worried. I mean, I know we're coming to the England squad in a minute, but mm. I'm worried he's not going to stick around. Mm. Uh, Manchester City. Got 
got they got their point that they needed to qualify. They for, were terrible. Uh, they were. They were terrible. Ian Acho's goal was a funny one, wasn't it? Mike Dean took his time. It was like he was going, "It's a goal, but it's a goal because I say it's a goal." <laughs> yeah, what's your point? That's fine. Right, it's Mike Dean. Everyone's come to watch yeah. Mike Dean. I'll tell you something. It's now. Deanie's day. I think I think people think I'm taking the piss here. No, Mike Dean is a box office draw. He yeah. is. Uh, his, his initials are MD. I mm. love I love watching this, Mike this Dean. This sounds as genuine as me, given that big one about um, Fletch and South last week. Oh yeah. Well, well, I, did, yours, I did mean you, it though. You did mean it yeah. though. Well, that, that song at the end wasn't sanctioned, so you, you never <laughs> die by that yourself, mate. You leave us out of it. <laughs> we'll do that later. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know, you said this at the live show, but that story, I don't think you've said it on the podcast. But that's not Mike Dean, though. Oh, that, was that, that not? was Mike Riley, yeah. Oh, yeah. another Mike. Oh, come here, come here, come another here, come here. Red. I, have, yeah. I have said that on the show before. The, Mike, oh, okay. the Mike TVs. That was Mike Riley. Uh-huh. Yeah, different kettle of fish altogether. Oh, no, that was Mike and the mechanics. But Manchester United and Bournemouth didn't go ahead. No, no it didn't. we were. Everyone was quite and understandably seriously worried about that, and then it turned out to be a, a bit silly. Yeah. yeah, well, it, it, it is a. Um, it's still a, a pretty, a pretty. Well, okay, yeah, a pretty important security sure. situation. Sure, and in the current yeah. climate, and with the Euros coming up, and all, all, all that kind of stuff. But I think having seen the, uh, I mean, if you find a bomb in a toilet, yeah, you're going to cancel the match, Mark. <laughs> yeah, it's not as if you got, got anywhere. Peter. In, in this, <laughs> in this is fine, yeah. Um, Richard Keyes won, didn't he? What don't they just? Yeah, what, uh, why don't we they just not play the final game? I mean, what's the point? Yeah, what is oh, the what point? What is the point? Yeah, how long have you got? We've yeah, got I mean, to... <laughs> you're going to presumably make yeah. some money off that, Richard, which <laughs> yeah. you love. Yeah. So. yeah, does he does he get paid twice if he turns up twice? Presumably he would do, wouldn't yeah, he? He's basically saying, why can't we not play the game because then I can not go into work? <laughs> yeah, because I've got an holiday booked. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere w- colder. Colder, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See if they'll have me back. Yeah, <laughs> you mug. Uh, Pellegrini, meeting? Yeah, Pellegrini <laughs> took his blazer off and gave it to a supporter. Yeah, I quite like. He's obviously nice. a Manchester City uh, a blazer. It's a good job we didn't do it the week before because he didn't better find anyone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Actually, yeah. to be fair, we did have some City fans tweeting saying that they were at the game, and actually, it was really, really poorly sort of managed. That so yeah. lots of people didn't know there was a. I then got a couple of tweets after that saying that's rubbish <laughs> right. from other City fans saying don't make excuses. It was a disgrace. But also, <laughs> as well, the last game of the season at home, there's always a little bit yeah. of a parade, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. there? Mm, Absolutely. That was, um, Pe- Pellegrini uh, went to um, Wings. The oh. restaurant in Manchester oh, uh, Louis Van on the patch. same on the same night as Louis Van Gaal was there, and, and Louis Van Gaal was wearing a rather striking blazer uh, in in the lining. Was it the one Pellegrini yeah, that he took from America? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, in the lining it had uh, like um, it had pictures of uh, Manchester United footballers in the lining of, really? of, of, of the court. Like you were there. No, I've just been checking out the Getty images. That's fantastic. <laughs> the paparazzi shots. Any particular player? Not the current squad, surely. Uh, no, I could only see. I think I saw a number seven, which could have been Giggsy. I don't know. Well, could, have photos, been could have been anyone. Photographs or caricatures or photographs. Wow, okay. Yeah, I don't think Giggsy wow. was ever seen. Polaroids. It was a collage. <laughs> What's the difference between a collage or a montage? A montage is like a moving image type. Yeah. No, a no, a montage. No, a collage is full pictures, and I think a montage is. Are you okay, mate? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is this one for now? <laughs> yeah. We uh, talked about this before, haven't we? we a chip ball. But good to know that Pellegrini was in Wings. So yeah. Yeah. Whether he deserved it or not, I don't know. I'd like to go to Wings. Ki yeah. Sung Young wasn't there because he's on national service. Was oh, that right? Uh, yeah, he uh, he has to do four months, no, four weeks of it, I think, or face exile from South Korea, um, as is the law. I mean, that's not just for him. It wouldn't be that bad. Most people do two years. He's, he's the latest Swansea-related news is that um, Leicester are apparently in the market for Sir Goodson. Yeah, really. Yeah. I don't, that doesn't one. fit at all with my. No, it seems a strange one. <clears throat> um, They've got by someone, though. <laughs> but Man City weren't very. Good. Man City were pushing a lot in that game in the second half to get that winner. But Swansea yeah. 
weren't really at it and, and City were, were quite unimpressive and quite unimaginative actually they got over I, the line I mm. worry for Swansea next season because they're looking at signing Leroy Fur on a permanent deal dear, oh dear. and uh, he, he tends to relegate clubs <laughs> I mean he doesn't all do it all on his own but it seems to happen can't keep up with him no you can't he did do a weirdly sort of hypnotic dance um, for the free kick routine and um, Fernando like headed the resulting free kick kind of into his own net so I wonder if it actually worked <laughs> <laughs> it worked for the wrong person yeah. mm. the, the, the race for the, uh, the Europa League spots uh, went Southampton's well though West Ham they still can qualify for the Europa League event. Manchester United win that's a frustrating the, one the FA Cup yeah I mean they, oh, they missed some chances didn't they but Southampton ended the season superbly and they'll finish mm. fifth if Man United lose to Bournemouth which is unlikely so they'll probably be probably be sixth but, uh, okay. it's the record points title isn't it Yeah, Koeman's yeah, I mean, win percentage <clears> is brilliant it's a shame for West Ham that they didn't finish in the automatic spots after the season they've had, but they still could get. Them. They just, I think West Ham. It sounds to me like they'll probably get one. They need a quality striker, don't they? Yeah. That's what they're after. They're they're, striker, uh, they've got, a, they've got a lot of nearly very good strikers, yeah. and it's, it must be frustrating. Mm. But the yeah. Sacco had a really brilliant chance to put them two 0 up, and you've, you've got to be burying that in that situation. Well, if you look, Sacco is is inconsistent. Um, is not going to stay, is he? Mm. And, and Carroll can't stay fit, so he doesn't score that many anyway. Mm. But if I mean, the, but the way they are, I mean, they've, they've attracted some big players anyway with the yeah. stadium move. If they can get European football as well, yeah, they're, you know, they're in a good position. On the goal scoring thing as well, Manchester City have struggled in one way because I think the next top goal scorer after Aguero who got twenty four was with eight goals. Well, I mean, when you mm. think of a, a side or a squad <laughs> of that much quality and of that much money behind it, that's not a great return well, at all. Well, but, yeah, I mean, you look at the squad, David Silva's not been among the goals like yeah. he has been. Okay, there's I, think eight was Ian, I think he might even be in Ianacho as well. Yeah, he scored yeah, that. Yeah, that, that was quite a nice start. Um, Newcastle, uh, sorry, bring it back to Newcastle, a drag back, if you will. Well, you still can. Uh, 20, <laughs> yeah, exactly. 25% of uh, Newcastle's goals were scored in two, two matches, games, yeah. which yeah, is incredible. Right. Mm. Uh, I presume that's the Norwich one and that one. Did Wijnaldum score a lot of goals in both of them? Yes, I think so. He's, he's, he's four in one, two in another. Actually, answer brilliant, crazy. Um, have we got any thoughts on Alan Pardew's eye? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, what was that, that about? Mm. He'd been clocked. It looked like it, looked it like didn't it? Fighting Pardew. What are you going to do, eh? You ain't got to tell him. He's already been told once by the look of it. I'd like to uh, bring your attention, uh, and this is thanks to Tom Robinson on, on Twitter too. Uh, I've, I'm not sure how to pronounce the first name. The singer of Two Four Six Motorway. Oh, Tom Robinson Band. Tom Robinson Band. Sadly, I don't think it's him. But if it is, thank you, and I love your music. Yeah. Uh, Lamine Kone, or Lamin Kone? Yeah. Kone, uh, of Sunderland. Uh, His Twitter account's quite lively, because he tweeted me saying, if you like Kuman's account, have a look at Kone's account. Yeah. And uh, after Sunderland ensured their survival, he tweeted, I told you to believe in us. Who will play in the Premier League next season? Us. Hashtag Team Kone. (laughs) (laughs) No, Team Sunderland. (laughs) Yeah, I love love that. Every tweet ends with hashtag Team Kone, so this is quite good. Um, and now I think this relates to Kone's goal against, well, his goal that wasn't given. It was put down as an own goal against Manchester United in, in the Premier League. And he tweeted a link to his goal against Everton, of course, in the latter stages of the league, saying, Hey, Premier League, this time the goal is mine. Hashtag Team Kone. He's <laughs> cute. Squad goals. Yeah. goals. Correct. And then he followed that up when he scored another, saying, Oh, wait, Premier League, it will be two for me, please. One for you and one for the fans. Hashtag Team Kone. <laughs> and then he also tweeted after the Chelsea win, uh, Wabi's volley was outstanding. I was at first stand to enjoy it. So maybe he was on, on first hand to, yeah. to enjoy it. Hashtag Wabi Sniper. Hashtag Team Kone. Yeah. Nothing to do with you, <laughs> that goal, mate. I wonder if he's got a little team behind him. That's why. <laughs> Glenn Hoddle signs off all his tweets with a little sunglasses emoji, doesn't he? Yeah. Every single one. Oh, that's but, quite yeah, nice. Yeah. David Gold always just puts D- DG. Thanks, yeah. DG. Yeah, yeah but even though we know it's from you because it's come from your yeah, account. It's there's that, but, it, but it is a tradition, well, a kind 
kind of traditional sign-off. It's, un- it's not warranted, of course. But hashtag Team Kone when he's Great. celebrating other people's goals in the team he plays for. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe there's a team running a social media account, that's what they yeah. call themselves. True enough, true enough. Uh, the English squad has been announced, mm. uh, uh, as you all bloody well know. An intriguing seven, one. seven defenders, three centre-backs and four full-backs, although you would imagine Eric Dyer will yeah. uh, go in there if needs be. So he's gone for 11 midfielders. Well, this is a provisional squad, of course, 26 names on there. 11 midfielders. We suspect two will be... Uh, uh, taken out of there when the final 23 is and five strikers with Rashford who, he'll be the man who uh, who won't go unless there's, there's an injury or something yeah, like well, that yeah well Hodgson's pretty much said that as it's well, pretty much I, a training which I think is, is a good idea because I mean, it's not going to ruin him if he doesn't take him of course I mean there's 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 been some funny things on social media I mean some people are going what Rashford you know why not Defoe or something and you think stop it yeah, like yeah. If, if three of those strikers uh, you know, suddenly had terrible injuries. Yeah, okay, you might start looking around a little bit like that. But Rashford's clearly there to to dangle the international carrot, if yeah, you but will, if, but and if, give him a bit of training. And, and but if they, they bring Defoe in. If you can't score a goal with Vardy and Kane, yeah. who have been on fire, who mm-hmm. you know, know where the goal is. Defoe's not going to do anything. No, more, no, no. Right. I've got to look to the future as well. It's of, a course step, of course, you, know. you do. It would, go, it would go against everything Holton has done over the last year or two. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think I think the strikers speak for themselves. I think obviously you've got the goalkeepers there. Uh, Butland would be in there, but of course. Um, oh, let me just add something about Rashford. Though the only thing yeah. I can say in, in sort of um, in, in 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 the opposition to what you guys have just said is that the problem that Hodgson may well have now, though, is if he does give Rashford some sort of role in the friendlies and he plays really well and scores, he's going to have made a rod for his yeah. own back because mm. the media are going to get on his back mm-hmm. and he's not going to he's going to find it very hard to drop him. There's always something there, isn't there? Well, but, but, the, but the rumours are that it is just training for Rashford. Fine. Okay. So. I mean, if he does play him in the games, then your your point is, is valid. But it's the midfield, really, that you're looking at there. Yeah. And I've heard a little thing that Drinkwater is, is pretty much uh, in there to see how well Wilshire does with his fitness. Which right. I, I, I think That's is ridiculous. A, I've got no problem with Wilshire as, as a fully fit midfield player. Mm. But one, he can't play... I don't think his best role is in front screen in the back four. Mm-hmm. And, it, and England's front, England's best forward players suit a 4-2-3-1, th- right? Yeah. Wilshire alongside who? It's going to be dire, isn't it? If you're going to mm. play two, two at the hole at the base, and that's not enough protection for Smalling and Cahill, who's had a fairly poor season. Mm. So, and, and and the other thing about it is, Drinkwater has anchored or at least helped to anchor a midfield that's won the Premier League by a distance yeah. this season, and Wilshire has well, played a hundred odd minutes of football. That's only what I've heard, so but that may be wrong. Also, I mean, Jack Wilshire made his first start of the season in the last game. And he's, you know, he's coming off the back of a season last last year, which was really similar. He missed mm. most of that campaign as well. It's been it's been a good two years where he's yeah. barely played, and he's he did a lot in terms of the qualifying campaign when he yeah. did play. He played well for England, but I just still don't think. But that rumor, that rumor may be doing Drinkwater a disservice, and it probably is from what, what so. you just said there. But but also from Hodgson's point of view, you've got to look at the bigger picture there. Henderson's struggling with 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 injury. Obviously, you've got Wilshire. Uh, Delph has not played that much football, so. To pick an extra one or two, and I think the reason why Townsend got in is because of Sterling. There's been yeah. question marks over his uh, fitness as well. People have been outraged at Townsend. Suddenly, Theo Walcott's a world beater. You know, I mean, mm. it was if you're going to choose one or the Not other, even a corner flag beater. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think Walcott's a decent player. Yeah. Whoever you choose, then fine. But Townsend, the reason why Townsend's in people say, oh, because he played well for Hodgson in the past. Well, look how well England did the past. But that, that means something. Yeah. yeah, he has performed. For Hodgson, Hodgson is quite loyal to players. I think. I think if all things being equal here. You, I would imagine they'll lose Rashford, Delph, and Townsend, which to me seems about right. I'm not saying Wilshire doesn't deserve to be in the squad because clearly at his top level he's fantastic and he can play play an important role for England. Um, it's hard to make a case for Delph being in there. 
It's hard to make a case mm. for Townsend being in there just and, and 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 as you rightly say, Marcus, the reason Townsend's been selected is because Welbeck was been, has been injured, mm. and he's decided to go for him ahead of um, ahead of Walcott. And of course, Welbeck's not there as well. Yeah. That's what I just said. Sorry, but he's yeah. also got that pace that uh, Walcott doesn't have, and I know they're different in different positions. Yeah. But and also Townsend won't he, say if he went to the tournament, he won't start. No, he will never start. He is a roll of the dice for the last fifteen because he can be quite dynamic. Yeah. He's very direct. He can pull something out of the bag every now and then. He's a world class player, but there's very few. I mean, I think was it Alan Shearer who maybe made the point that perhaps Joe Hart is only a world class player in that whole squad. Mm. And, it, and sadly, you look at that and go, mm, you know, that, mm. might, that might be a good point. Interesting point about where Wayne Rooney's going to play. So he's been, he's been, he's yeah. been playing very well for uh, for United in midfield. And um, I saw a stat on his. Uh, on his goal scoring this season, it's he's got a goal every three hundred and thirty four point one minutes, which is exactly the same as Rudy Gasted. Wow! Um, so I mean, he's obviously not in the in the team to score goals now. Hodgson, yeah. Hodgson, we think Gasted should have got an England call. absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I Rudy, English. The, the best use of his current attributes is in the midfield. Really? So do, mm. do you think he'll do you think he'll I make think, that decision? I think whatever Hodgson does with Rooney, whether he starts him up front, starts him midfield. Brings him off of the bench or doesn't play him at all, he will get panned. He knows, yeah, he knows he, that. He, he, knows that. Yeah, he can't he knows win. That. For me, he can't be- win because he's the England manager. <laughs> for me, the best, the best. <laughs> he won't win because he's. The England for me, the best, the best combination is in, in the players they've got is the four-two-three-one. No, Hodgson sometimes likes the four-three-three. Um, the four-two-three-one with um, I would have Dyer and Drinkwater, and I would have Ali behind um, Kane with Vardy mm-hmm. and Lalana, or if not, if you can get Sterling in some sort of form, Sterling out there. There's no place for Rooney in there for me. And the, the fact that Rooney's performed fairly well in midfield over these last recent weeks, it's good for him and it's good for United. I'm sure everyone's very happy about that, but it's not really that relevant for England, I don't think, because England have plenty of specialist mm. midfield players. Yeah. The thing is, though, Hodgson likes to uh, likes to try things and test things. I think in you know in the, the day-to-day reality of being an England manager, the likelihood of, of you know making some huge curveball decision that you know, you've never tested before now, which is really unlikely. Like a lot of West Ham oh, fans Mikel are angry Antonio. that Mark, Mark Noble's not in there, Mikel Antonio as well. And uh, you know, I think understandably over the course of a season, them not being at least given a, a chance to show what they can do in a squad is, is very frustrating. But at this point, not it's Antonio. not going to happen. Antonio, yeah, maybe Antonio's, not Antonio, Antonio's done well, don't get me wrong. He's a really good player. But, but, but it would be ridiculous to, for him to get in the squad now over, but, say, Townsend. But, because Townsend's played, but Hodgson, he knows This him. is exactly what I mean. Yeah. It's, you've, you've, got to, you've got to be realistic about the players that are going to be it's up. not like he's put in Peter Crouch instead of Sturridge. No. Do you know what I mean? No. It's not like, oh my God, how can he put in Townsend instead well, of Antonio? for Carroll as well. Anyone playing well who's English at this point gets this. <laughs> mm. That's right. One, one thing's for sure is, is that the friendlies that we have coming up are going to be very important when compared to the qualifying games. The qualifying games are sort of irrelevant now because mm-hmm. they're a while ago. Um, it depends on the, the you know, they're playing largely irrelevant teams for, for a lot of it and it depends on the personnel that are available at that time. The friendlies is where the teams who are qualified start to really run mm. what they're going to do and, and work out how they're going to approach the first few games and uh, that'll be fascinating to see what happens. And there will be a letdown. A uh, little <laughs> tiny bit more uh, English football before we go abroad after this. Watch out now, it's getting too hot to handle the screens. Somebody falls around. The only con- Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Included playoff semi-final in the football league was the one between Plymouth and Portsmouth. Oh, God, conveniently mm. or inconveniently, I think I confused. I think I blotted that out of my mind. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, was in, I was in the running order. Yeah, Plymouth won Pompey nil three two on aggregate. No Wembley trip for Luke Moore. Not deserved. They didn't deserve it. Portsmouth <sighs> didn't deserve. It. The first game really annoyed me because um, I don't know if you guys saw it, but uh, Jamil Matt, the Plymouth forward, headbutted a Portsmouth player, and the referee saw it but didn't deem it a red card. And then <clears throat> it was there was no further action taken ahead of the second leg. But the problem was in the first leg, he then scored two goals. Mm-hmm. I mean, he probably shouldn't have been on the pitch. But the thing that really annoyed me is the Portsmouth manager, Paul Cook, rather than saying, look, that's gone now, you can't do anything about that, settle back down, win the game. Yeah. He got so angry, got himself sent off. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. no sort of message to send to no. your team. And then the second leg, when Portsmouth were largely terrible, and I know they've had injury problems, I know they, they were dropping like flies throughout the second leg as well. It's been a long season. Um, we've relied a lot on loan players and blah, blah, blah. But Cook was just, just stickling at every decision. and he just, he just wasn't managing the team. He, mm. was, he was haranguing the fourth official the whole He's game. Managing the ref. And, yeah, and, and, fair, and fair enough, the, um, the goal was a second there because it was the very last kick of the game. But, you know, Portsmouth didn't deserve it. It's a shame because I, I, I really thought they were going to win the playoffs and just edge that a little bit closer to the, to the more Donaldson derby. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. that'd be nice. <laughs> Did you see the photographer getting squashed in the uh, celebration of the Plymouth A girl? very rowdy celebration. Yeah. Mm, the Portsmouth had a keeper in those two legs had only been at the club for a week. Mm. But yeah. the good news is, though, you can look forward to playing Grimsby Town next season because they're every back cloud. In, <laughs> they're back in the football league. They won the national league uh, playoff final against Forest Green three one. You have the Grims back in after a six year absence from the football league. Big John Parkin came on for Forest Green, made a difference. Mister Chance, Mister Good Chance. Forest Green are that environmentally friendly club, aren't they? They have like yeah. solar panels, like lawn mower, right. oh, lawn so, um, and like organic lawns. They and stuff. only have hmm. vegan food on their menu. That's as well. right. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. Parkin. 
<laughs> no, for the fans. Oh, I'm God, sure right. John Parkin can eat whatever animal he likes, yeah. as long as he kills it himself. And he does like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's the, I think the FA Vars is, is, is on uh, Sunday. Uh, Hereford United have been granted permission by the FA to parade their mascot, a prize bull called Hawkesbury Ronaldo, in front of their fans at Wembley. <laughs> Parkin's still Lovely. sticking around Wembley. Yeah. <laughs> He's got two names. Hawkesbury Hawks. Ronaldo. Wonderful. Yeah, it's a good it's like when horses yeah. get given weird names, right? Yeah. Horse racing, same thing. <laughs> I guess so. Possibly, yeah. possibly, but yeah, look forward to that. Uh, let's go abroad. La Liga, Barcelona, they won it, didn't they? Yes, they yeah. did. Easy peasy. There was a nice title race going on in, Bar- in uh, Spain, of course, and then when it came to the crunch, Luis Suarez scored a hat-trick. Mm. He will do that. He'll Reached do that. 40 goals, league goals. It's currently on 59 in all competitions. 59. Barcelona, of course, they've got the final of the Copa de Rosa. We could get 60. He's outscored Messi and Ronaldo, that's all you need to say. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely incredible, isn't it? Absolutely brilliant. Is that one league title in eight years for Real Madrid? I think that, I think it might be right. Is that right, Jim? Well, they beat Deportivo on the last day. Zidane said Barcelona deserved to win La Liga. Possibly the only man in Madrid that could get away with saying yeah. that. But he did say, but you've got to take your hat off to what we've done. He's well, right, second. Yeah, yeah, the Champions League final, to be fair. Are you, to be fair, are you they chip it, cup? Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. put it... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, they they went to the last day, and obviously they're in the um the, the, the final of the Champions League. Uh, Barcelona scored 112 goals this season, but Madrid 110, decent. Hey, eh? Ronaldo reached 51 goals this season with the Champions League final still to come. Obviously, it's the sixth season in a row he scored 50 or more goals in a season in all competitions. It just is this going to stop soon? I yeah. don't, we this thought this season we've been doing this show for, for ages and it's been like this <laughs> we were ridiculous figures. we and many others were saying a number of months ago oh he's showing signs of slowing up a little bit yeah well he's, he... th- he's 31 now yeah well and that would suggest and it's but... not like he keeps himself in good shape or anything so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> his age stats are getting higher yeah. that's it that's he, the only he even, love him he even breaks his own age record every year <laughs> <laughs> I'd like him in parking to swap bodies just for a day yeah he wouldn't yeah Oh, anyway. Talking of goals, eh? Serie A. Gonzalo Higuain breaks the Serie A scoring record. Mm. Did you see his hat-trick goal, which broke the record? Beauty. Absolutely amazing. It was a chested volley on the turn, high into the net from a packed D. Ridiculous. (laughs) He also also took the record for one of Pete's famous two Gunnars. Yes, that's right, yeah. Yeah. The previous record was held by Gunnar Nadal when he bagged 35 for Manchester, uh, for Manchester United, for Milan, in uh, 1949-50 season. Incredible, isn't it? That, that, the, the record of all time in Serie A, wonderful stuff. Mm. It's only 36. I mean, I suppose that's a league that does like to defend. Mm. Very difficult well, it's, it's funny because it had the reputation like for that for years and it sort of shed that a little bit. Well, yeah. But it still, it still stands up to scrutiny, clearly. Mm. Well, it's yeah. not far off a goal a game, is it? No, so it's, yeah, no it's not. It's pretty amazing. Not mm. many people outscore that in any league, yeah, yeah. apart from the, the freaks in Spain. True enough. Sassuolo did pretty well, didn't they? They've, well, if, 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 if Juventus beat Milan in the Coppa Italia, then Sassuolo in sixth will qualify for the Europa League. A remarkable season I, for them. I, I love They've got this. Cannavaro's brother. I love their Have being... They? Yeah. Oh, so oh they really? They, the younger Cannavaro. Yeah. Oh, cool. By some eight years. Mm. Harsh name. Um, <laughs> I love that there's a team in Italy who wear black and green stripes. They're like the green Power Ranger. It's like this, weird. this new thing that's come in with the, the, the traditional old striped teams. The only team I can think of that wear that. Mm. Yeah, that is quite. Odd, isn't Inter are fourth this season. They're 13 points behind Roma in third, which is amazing. And Milan are seventh, 10 behind Inter. It's yeah. Crazy. The f- well, the former Inter manager, Napoli manager Walter Mazzari, has been lining up for uh, Watford, isn't he? For Watford, yeah. Because yeah. it was a shame. That, yeah, that's something uh, we haven't touched on. Well, Kike Sanchez Flores. I think some Watford fans. Talking to one or two, it seems that it's a reasonably good deal all round because Flores, they've been in decline Watford. Uh, we know they like to cycle through the managers. 
actually, you know, in hindsight, is it best for Flores to leave having kept them comfortably in the division, given them a semi-final Wembley trip, and he goes off and the fans go, oh, that's a shame, and off he goes, rather than next season, which they obviously think may happen, he loses seven well, or he eight. Also, or... He also wants to stay in England. He said he mm. loves managing. So, yeah. And he'll, 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 job he'll right get a decent him. Yeah, he'll get a decent job off the bat. I think Everton will go bigger than him. I do, but I think he'll stay in England. I yeah. do. Yeah, I think he will. Everton. Who do you think Everton again? Benitez or Rogers? I think with well, <laughs> ex-Liverpool men. I've got, yeah. I've got a feeling, and I've got no real insight into this market, but I've got a feeling that they might go after Pellegrini. I think that'd be nice. Mm. Mm. Um, in League One, Zatan Ibrahimovic he got a couple of goals in his last match for PSG. One of them was a chest. He stopped yeah. the game. He stopped the game and subbed himself off, didn't he? Did he? I think I think what? I'm right in saying he stopped the game after ten minutes and they gave one game a standing ovation. That, I think that was planned. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it was. Yeah, but at the end of the game. I think, from what I could see, and the commentary wasn't English, so I can't make out exactly what was happening, he just walked off the pitch, and no, and no one came on for him. He does what he likes. And, yeah. and everyone's sort of saying, you know, come from par. <laughs> <laughs> he came as a king and left as a legend. Yeah, well, apparently so. Got 38 goals, which is uh, the most uh, in the PSG season. Actually, something that's lost in the whole Zlatan chat is that he is an amazing athlete. Oh, yeah, yeah. Though he's getting older... In great think, shape. You said I, about Ronaldo. I think people would be foolish to think that he couldn't do it in, in another top league at his age. Well, that's why I said, you know, when when, when there was rumours about him being linked with Arsenal and make, wanting to go to the Premier League, Arsenal, go and get Wait, him. Yeah. He's so worry about you. He is All very stretchy. It. His karate goals are brilliant. He, he had a guard of honour, didn't he? Never seen that for a player. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, also, he's also very recently been linked with Manchester United as well. Mm. Yeah, go and, and, get I, him. and I think that suits, depending on which manager they get, that suits. Uh, it would suit me club if, if Mourinho's in there. Would suit him. Speaking of blocks out on the rear, pretty much uh, <laughs> like past their prime. Uh, John Terry, did I see him with a microphone? Yes. Yeah. Why? I, I thought he'd be given a, another deal. Club another... captain, bro. Just addressing the fans. End yeah. of the season. Yeah. He said the, um, right, the club okay. now want to stay. The fans now want to stay. Addressing the fans. So you lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, fine. That's, that's the reason. <coughs> Excuse me. Did you sorry. see Zlatan's um, record-breaking goal? Speaking of Iguain's, because he, he header, a header in which he cushioned the ball off a defender's head. No, this is a lovely little. Yeah, thirty-eight <laughs> the, the goals in, in the season. The record uh, for PSG. The previous record holder was Carlos Bianchi, the the greatest uh, lookalike in the history of football. Uh, Larry, Larry David, David. the Boca Juniors, oh, yeah. incredible. Yeah, you, you've got to look that up. Right, let's go to the highlights of the week with Luke Moore. Yeah, all right. I've already done one of them. Did yeah, one of them earlier, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Do I need to do mine? For Pete, um, yeah, you got to do yours as well. Um, <laughs> we all know what it is, but we'd like to get yeah. it down there just for the record. Um, what have we got here? Oh, yeah, a couple of Grimsby Town related ones. You touched on it earlier, Marcus, but yep. Matthew Johnson said uh, Grimsby Town winning promotion back to the Football League. It was our fourth attempt in the playoffs. And uh, after losing the playoff final on penalties last year, uh, we finally got back up. Fantastic support at Wembley, as usual. Hashtag up the Mariners. And Nicholas Holmes also chimed in by saying, Grimsby Towns returns to the Football League. We took over 15,000 to Wembley. It's a great a- advert for non-league football. Hashtag fish. Mm. Go for, <laughs> for a different uh, hashtag. Uh, no yeah. no um, longer non-league. Team fish. Um, Jim, I've got a little bit of a dig at you here. Can you take it? Yep. You're in a great mood because of the Arsenal thing, so I mm-hmm. thought it might be a, you might, wouldn't mind. Uh, Dan Shoesmith, friend of the Ramble, long-time uh, listener. He says, listening to an old Ramble, Midnight Vultures, hearing uh, Jim <laughs> respond to the news that Claudio Ranieri has been appointed manager of Inter. By saying he's not exactly a winner, is he? <laughs> well, he wasn't into, to be fair. Well, no, um, um, don't, don't think I've been alone in that. No, no, fair. absolutely not. No, do the next um, ramble in your pants. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> but Dan, Dan also goes on to say that I now like to think that Claudio is sitting in an easy chair in an Italian villa somewhere, a glass of wine on the go, and his grandson chasing some birds around the garden, chuckling to himself about how massively he's mugged off that Campbell bloke. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's exactly what he's thinking. Yeah. Uh, Rob Derbyshire, my highlight of the week was getting up at six a.m. on my holiday in Vancouver to watch the seven a.m. kickoff. For the Spurs match with the Vancouver Spurs supporters club. Oof. He finishes that one just by saying, lol. 
<laughs> I, think he's, I think he's got a bit of gallows humour. Wasn't, wasn't even a Spurs fan. <laughs> and, and, I'll <laughs> fin- and I'll finish with this one from Stuart Nicole, who says, the highlight has to be the most important match of the weekend, the match between old enemies Jersey and Guernsey oh. in the 100th Marathi Vars game. Brian Little, yes, that one, ah. his Jersey team retained the trophy once more with a 1-0 victory over their inferior neighbours. <laughs> one player sent off either side and police reporting of fans being ejected shows the, uh, the passion in the rivalry. Wow. Wow. Jer- Jersey are trying to join FIFA. Are they really? They are, yes. Because okay. they're not a part of the United Kingdom, well, neither are Guernsey. To top it all off, Jersey won 9-0, a record score in the women's trophy the next day, leaving Matt Letizia and his brethren broken-hearted. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. My goodness, yeah. I mean, I, I sh- should say as well, because I was quite smug about this, uh, weeks and months gone by about Spurs finishing the top two. I was wrong. You were. Yeah, you were <laughs> wrong, <laughs> yes. It's not easy, this isn't No, it's not easy. I, I, I kept pretty quiet. Yeah, I, I yeah, knew yeah, what was yeah. coming. I didn't want to say anything. That's right, that's right. Yours, it was a very early shout, as I recall. Reasonably well, early, yeah. You weren't far off though. Yeah. But it was ultimately wrong, Jim. Much to your glee. Thanks to my football team. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very rambly end of the season, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah. Again, it just convinces me this is all, all a dream of, <laughs> of Ranieri's. Jim, website roundup. Website roundup. Highlights arrived like players in a crowded penalty area this week, thick and fast. Uh, imagine what horrors you'd have been exposed to if Kelly wasn't here to curate them for you. You might have missed Germany's plan to dominate global football via satire and self awareness. Hmm. Not one, but two punts for literally the most hideous shirt in history. Michael Duff deflecting Joey Barton's Medal embarrassment via the medium of dance. That was really funny. While a bath in Dresden reflects a woeful lack of physics education among German sportsmen. Follow Kelly at Kelly underscore Wells. She's scared Pete's going. Um, I also should say that a lot of people got in touch with me on Twitter this week after Thursday or Friday morning when I said I'd be stunned beyond belief if Newcastle were to beat Spurs at the weekend. Wow. I appreciate a lot of people getting in touch. I mean, I was stunned beyond belief and yeah, I still am. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what your point is. That's the st- right. the stunning still happened. Well, do, do remember the Football Ramble preview show, of course, coming out this Friday, sponsored by Bet365. Uh, be stunned a little more. Yeah, I, I think that uh, if someone knows planes, can somebody find out whether you can fly a plane with a banner on it over uh, London? Because I was thinking, is, well, has, I, it, has I, it happened in I, London? As far as I know, the aviation laws are that you can't fly over London with a single engine aircraft. That's a, he- that's a helicopter, though. No, it? No, you, you, that's, the, that's why they fly, fly down the Thames. But I'm just wondering, because Sunderland flew, flew their little crappy plane over uh, Newcastle saying, muggy little plane. See, you, see you later. <laughs> was it a muggy Whatever. little plane? It was a muggy little plane. Yeah, yeah, I'm, think, I'm, I'm thinking you probably couldn't do that in London. Well, you yeah. can't. I'm telling you, you can't. It's two engines, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, you'd have to get a two-engine plane, this yeah. answer. Yeah. And clearance from the relative authority. Peter. <laughs> Presumably, Pete, you know the answer. Yeah. No, I don't. No, I know the, I know the single-engine thing. I mean, Peter. Peter. Double... Still a patent application. <laughs> I was say, Peter, on behalf of the listeners, find out. I, I, I'm asking Make the listeners. There's some clever listeners out there. Yeah, there might be. On behalf of the patent office, get in touch. <laughs> <laughs> Fill our coffers. <laughs> um, uh, don't forget, as well, we are uh, animated mm. on uh, 4 4 tunes. You are. <laughs> yeah, normally YouTube, you do that. YouTube.com forward slash football ramble. There's all sorts of stuff up there. Absolutely. And Dean is. from 412 is having a lovely time. He did a beautiful one at non ramble related of uh, Newcastle's demise, which is, uh, it had so much work gone into it. I actually emailed him saying, You've been planning this for a while, haven't you, Dean? Yeah. <laughs> he said, Might have been. He said, Up yours, Donaldson. Yeah. I'll do what I want. <laughs> um, if you want to get in touch, of course, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The website is thefootballramble.com. And we're on Twitter at footballramble, Facebook, Instagram. Mm. You know the coup, ladies and gentlemen. I think that's it. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Petey. See you later, everyone. All for one. The <laughs> 
secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com.